doing so far doing good it's starting start to get hot so yeah i i feel you i feel the whole i feel the warm weather coming i'm not a fan of it um it's going good i mean just working um getting heavier with my workload but i mean um besides that just kind of relaxing at home and just trying to take it easy and enjoying the little time that i have but yeah it's going well i mean i have a job i have my health so i can't complain mm-hmm. same here Plus, have, have you guys so that's good and for me i'm just working um just keeping to myself you know going through this, these tough times but you know i still have like health and i'm a job so paying my bills so which is Keeping everything in order, <laughs> and the crazy um, part is, and the crazy part is, everything's opening up. If you if you see, oh yeah, everything is opening up little by little. But um, I think they're keeping it still safe, yeah, out there. But I think people are just trying to like overextend it. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. It's like, dude, like calm down. Like it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the thing is that right, right, right. Right now, with everything going on, everybody wants all these things open up, which I'm totally fine for. As you follow, follow, as long as you follow regulations and wearing a mask and gloves. But I mean, I feel like also like with right now, like there hasn't been any any decline of this virus. You know, it's still going up. So I mean, we haven't seen any decline at all yet. People want everything opened up already. Yeah, exactly. I am curious. I am curious how the Lions and Music Park are be. Like, I wonder because there's a rumor going around that they're planning to have like. Limited guests that first come first serve and that's it, and then six part six parts and like during the the, the line of the rides. Mm, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't think know they're gonna. I think they're condensing the for like mm-hmm. parts. I think they're condensing the line or the attendance to like twenty five percent of what the normal thing is, just to keep distance. Yeah. Also, mm-hmm. right now, both Knott's Berry Farm and. Universe Studios, they're both already um they, they both already started their black the black curtains. They're already starting on the Halloween uh, mazes already. Okay, wow. I'm fine with that. <laughs> One thing I'm hoping for is that Universal Studios and Knott's Berry Farm are open for Halloween this year. If their if their events are opening up, like I'll be the happiest person. I'm sad that all the conventions are closed, but you mean if Horror Nights and Not Scary Farm are still open this year. Count me in. I'm 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 all in. Heck yeah. Totally. Same here. <laughs> so that's our little chatter for right now, guys. <laughs> but, but, but before we get started with the show, uh, Lauren, what is our social media account? Our social media account is F2 The End Podcast, and that is our Instagram page. And we got a lot of cool stuff on there. So check it out. Awesome. And uh, Brandon, where can people find us? People can find us. Like We have our own Instagram page, Friends to the End. You also can find us on Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, uh, even out the Anchor Podcast. Just, just look for Friends to the End. And right now, I think I think Smeagol's face is still our logo. So, not hard <laughs> yeah, we switch it up every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's not hard to miss, guys. Like, just look for Smeagol's face, and that's us. Absolutely. And Matthew, what is the final process of tonight's show? Our schedule today. Um, we are going to be again. We are going to be talking about the last film of the trilogy of Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. So we are going to start with uh, Lauren giving his uh, first uh, uh, viewing experience of the film and how it holds up now, and his favorite parts, worst parts, favorite characters, worst characters, and just any other kind of details. And then from Lauren, we'll go to um, we'll go to Brandon. We'll also go to Tyler, and later we'll go to me. So, yeah. Awesome. Uh, right off the bat, Lauren, you had the movie of the week. The movie of the week was made in 1993 and was directed by none other than Joel Schumacher. However, this is not like his uh, two other Batman movies that he has. This is a serious crime drama thriller movie called Falling Down with Michael Douglas. This wow. is a great film. Like, if you watch this movie, it is proof that Joel Schumacher not only could have made a good Batman movie, but a Dark Knight-quality Batman movie. This is a legitimately, like, great movie. And basically, it's about uh, Michael Douglas. He's playing this uh, um, this uh, a regular guy. At first, he, he's... He's stuck in traffic on the hottest day of the year in Los Angeles. And you get tell just something's really bothering him. And one day he just decides to exit his car in the middle of traffic, leave, and then just start walking. And he eventually ends up in a convenience store and like basically robs the place and gets a hold of like a whole bunch of guns and just decides like he's gonna take things into his into his own hands right now. It, it's a very, very intense movie. And at the at the same time, there's another story going on with um, uh, things. Robert Duvall is playing a police officer who's trying to investigate this this guy, like what's going on. And basically, Michael Douglas's character is just like a regular guy who, you know, put a lot of effort and, and work into a, a getting a, a great career. I think they I think they reveal that he, he like had some government job as a uh as an engineer or something like that and then he eventually got laid off and he just kind of goes crazy like he's like i did everything right i i you know was following the rules and yet this still happens to me and that you kind of like start figuring more stuff out about his uh about his life and uh like what brought him to this point that just made him go crazy so definitely check it out i don't know where it's playing right now it might be on streaming services let's see Okay. Um, check it out. I've never seen it. Oh, it's on Voodoo if, for free if you guys want to check that out. Voodoo? Okay. Nice. Check it out. Falling down. Okay. All right. Cool. Thank you, Lauren. I, I'll probably check it out later on tonight after we're done. <laughs> good. <laughs> so, and again, Lauren, right back at you. Uh, first things first, your thoughts about this great, fantastic film of The Return of the King. King. All right. This 
I kind of go back and forth between whether I like Fellowship more or Return of the King more. Um, I might give Return of the King uh, maybe a little bit better just because, I don't know, it's, it's the epic grand finale of like this long journey that we've all been uh, uh, viewing. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I remember... I, I didn't see I didn't see any of the uh, Lord of the Rings movies in the theater. I, I was kind of too young when they were coming out, but you know I definitely rented the first one on on video. I think a couple years later I finally got around to seeing Two Towers and Return of the King, and those were like back to back. And I remember Return of the King. I just remember being completely blown away by it, and I especially like um, I don't know. Did you guys watch the theatrical versions, right? Yes. Like, yeah. So I remember one of the standout scenes was like um, the first time I was watching it. And I guess it was the extended version, and that is where they show the death of Saruman. Yes, they never show it in the theatrical version, and it's it's an epic scene. Like he he's standing on that super tall tower, and then a, a worm tongue just like stabs him in the back, and he falls down and gets impaled on a. a on the, uh, like a water wheel or something. It, yeah, that was a. Uh, I just remember that scene sticking in my in my memory, and then uh, I eventually found out that it wasn't even in the original movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I really wish they could have just like it's only you know like two or three minutes extra in the movie. Like we've been around for for three hours. If you're watching the theatrical version, you could have just thrown in those extra few minutes just to show that one scene. But uh, anyway, no. Th- this film is just, just crazy. Like you see, like a giant spider. Uh, you see the, the battle with the. Uh, there, there's a that army of ghosts that that show up eventually, and then of course it's finally the the moment where uh, uh, Frodo and Sam take the ring to uh, the fires of Morador to uh, finally destroy it. And you know, Gollum is following them the whole way. So he's just, he, you can tell like through the past like two movies that he's just been kind of leading them along this journey just so he can at the very end, um, like take the ring for himself. And he, you know, he's a very a greedy character. So uh, yeah, I know I could just go on and on about this movie. But it's your guy's turn. You gotta, you gotta share what, uh, what you think about it. So uh, Matthew, you, know, t- you take the uh, floor here. Okay. Initial view. I remember seeing this movie actually in the theaters. Um, I believe I was in Long Beach with my family. We went to see it at a Regal they had in the area. And I was just blown away by this film. I had seen the other two films already on VHS. And I was super excited for this film. And boy, did it not disappoint at all. It was amazing. There's just so many memorable scenes, as Lauren was mentioning. One being of um, like all the battle scenes. One scene in particular that always stands out for me is the scene where I think is her name is it Eowyn is how, how do you pronounce Eowyn. it Erwin yeah Erwin when she uh, when uh, she's when she's uh, fighting and later she says her memorable scene I am no man and kills the villain in that scene that was freaking amazing that was so cool um, and also not just that like again when when Aragon goes and he talks to when he visits like you know the 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 dead the dead what we what were, what's the term what are they called again they're the it was like the, a ghost army uh, I'm sure I'm not 
referring to that as the correct term in uh, Tolkien lore. But... <laughs> Brandon, Brandon, what what's the is it Army of the Dead, right? Yeah, it's pretty much called the Dead the Dead Army. The Dead Army, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that was epic. And later, just Gandalf taking command and doing what Gandalf does best. Um, one of the scenes that um, I feel like that always uh, struck, uh, that always like scared me as a kid was the spider scene. Oh, hell. Where they're fighting. That, that scene terrified the shit out of me. Where like Frodo <laughs> pretty much is like dead. And later, he's just wrapped up in like in a cocoon, in like a spider cocoon, like a web cocoon. It freaking terrified the crap out of me. Um, <laughs> and later the scene where like the two orcs are like fighting over like uh, fighting over each other when like Frodo's pretty much just dead and later Sam has to go in and save him. And um, just yeah. again, what I love so much about this film is just the chemistry between Frodo and Sam and later the fact that they have such a great chemistry together but and the friendship, but the thing that ruins their friendship is ultimately Smeagol because Frodo, you know, he ultimately he sides more with Smeagol as a friend than he does with uh, Sam. And Sam feels just like he's like kind of the third wheel of the group. And mm-hmm. you know, there's just again, there's there's just so much to talk about. I I, I can't I can't even think of it like at the top of my head. But this movie it just has so many epic fight scenes. I mean, I even the even like the, the extended versions just have so many things to add on to this. But I mean, there's just so many great fight scenes, just so many memorable moments. Every character has like a shining light moments. Um, one thing I remember vividly that even though I didn't watch the movie a whole lot of times, um, in a way I kind of played the movie many times because when growing up, I would always go to Brennan's house when we were younger and we'd be playing Lord of the Rings Return of the King on the PlayStation 2. And we would play that game every freaking yes. time we came over, either if it was at my house or at his house. We just played it for hours and hours. We'd start from the very beginning and finish the game. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's nice. That was a fun game. Even still today, it just holds up so greatly. It's a two-player game. You can play like any kind of characters. I mean, not all of them at once. Like if there's like the Hobbit levels, you can only play like certain Hobbits, like Merry and Pippin or Frodo and Sam. Um, or like Aragon or Gimli or Legless. But I mean, <laughs> it was just such a great game. And like, it's even better than a lot of games that even come out today, especially for a, a game that's based off of a movie, which rarely those kind of games are any good. But that one stood out easily. It was such a great game. But um, but yeah, again, this movie was is just amazing. I consider it my favorite of the Lord of the Rings films. There's just so many epic moments. The music score, again, is just amazing. The acting is spot on. I don't see any flaws really with the movie, but I feel like because of the extended versions, there's so many different endings. And I mean, you can't you can't lie, this movie is not great. Even if you're not into these kind of films, you have to really, you know, uh, you really have to like appreciate these films because I believe that one... 11 Academy Awards in the Oscars. Like, that is huge. So, I mean, this movie deserves all the gratitude and all the congratulations as possible because it is a masterpiece. And even in today's standards, it's one of, if not, like, the best. It's it's probably one of, it is one of the best, if not the best, like, fantasy action films of all time. 
So mm-hmm. that's just I my personal opinion. But I do, I do love this film. All the characters are great. Even the villains are memorable and awesome. And um, yeah, that's my take. Awesome. <laughs> Brandon. All right, here we go. All right, so this movie, I remember seeing this in theaters. I remember, I I went to go see it at Metropoint. I remember the theater and everything. I went to go see it at Metropoint. And I I went, I went, I remember it was opening day on Friday. It was opening day. And I remember there being a huge line of everybody just waiting. I I think that's the first time I ever saw a line for a movie, honestly. Now that I think about it, that's the first time I ever seen a line for a movie. That, 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 That blew my mind. When I first saw that, everybody's all dressed up and everything. Like I was like, "What the heck is this? I never seen this before." So that that was a great first experience seeing people like passionate fans like lining up to see one of their favorite movies. So, and I, I'm glad to say I, I did the same. I I, do, I would do this. I did the same thing. Like I would line up a line just to see one of my see my favorite movies. So when it comes to this movie, this is my favorite of the trilogy. And this one, I, I could watch this movie like all the time. Like the action scenes are memorable, and there's just so. And even the action scenes have like, like take your breath away when certain events happen. But I'm gonna get to that later. So right now, um, Frodo and Sam are close to their jer- close to the end of the journey, and you could tell Frodo has that he's done. Like, he's over this. Like you could tell his body is just drained. His he's like, and then he's. He's like for trying to find ways to like keep going. Sam's like the one that keeps pushing him. But like Matthew said right now, like the reason why he connects with Smeagol Gollum the most because they both were ring bearers and they have they then Frodo was like I and then and and then the last movie Frodo even like shouts at him saying how what would you know about this like you don't know nothing like I I know what Sme- I know what Smeagol's going through like I went to I'm going through the same pain he did when he had the ring. Yep. So that's why, so that's why Frodo and 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 Sam's relationships are to like, like crumble. Like, and then Smingle, the little jerk, like he wastes his elven bread, throws it off the mountain. Like, like what jerk? He wastes food, and that's the only all the food they have left. That little fucker. Smeagol, <laughs> no, Smeagol hate Elven bread. <laughs> uh, that's actually one of the saddest moments in the movie when when Frodo turns on Sam. He's like, "Get oh. out of here!" And then Sam's just like crying. That that part like really yeah. got to me. <laughs> yeah, Frodo's a dick. Fuck Frodo. Yeah. I want to throw- Sam. Team Sam. I wanted to throw my fucking popcorn at this screen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I remember too. I was like, no. Like, I was trying my hardest just to say like a silent no, but I think I think I remember my mom like like tapping me saying, shh, shh. <laughs> shut up, <laughs> shut up, woman. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that part hit me hard because I remember I was like, no, why would you send Sam away? So that was, that scene was yeah that scene was heartbreaking like it was so sad and it, like Bravo Bravo to um uh, Sean Sean um, Sean Aston like, yeah Sean Aston Bravo to him like 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 the Goonies and he also was he was, he was also uh, one he was also Raphael in the Teenage Turtles series in 2012 so he's a great actor when you get we give him like, the right script like just let him just watch him work and. And and then he's just an incredible actor, and he showed it in this movie. You know who his dad is, right? 
Oh, I, I, I know. Yeah, he's he's from the uh, the Adams family. Yep, yes, he right. plays Gomez Adams in the black and white TV show of the Adams family. That's... Yeah, uh, uh, John Aston, right? Yes. Yeah, John Aston. Yeah. I learned about that because I saw it in like, Halloween trivia, and I saw that. I was like, what, what was John Aston father, famous father in a, like a horror series? I was like, wait, what? And I and I saw it. And I was I was like shocked that that, that was his father. So mm. that's crazy. Yeah. So so um, right now the Gondor is led by a king that doesn't give a damn anymore. When Boromir died, like he literally just gave up. Like before, Boromir left in the first because he didn't believe in the king. The king was he was horrible. Like he was a horrible leader. But when Boromir died, he just started to. He gave up, but he didn't care about nothing. Yep, bro. He even told his he even told his own son like like his son even tells him like like you wish Boromir live and I died and he's like yes I wish that. It's like what kind of father would ever say that to one of their kids? I would. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like like I said, his dad was a dick. <laughs> yeah. You are when yeah, you eat. So, right. So <laughs> so the whole movie is just showing. <laughs> So the whole movie is just showing why Aragorn has to he is the future king. Like he has to be the future king because this kingdom is falling apart and the, the and Sauron knows that's why he, he that's why he attacks Gondor last. He knows he knows he's closer and he knows there's no leader and he can easily be destroyed. So 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 Gandalf try, and Gandalf tries his best to Hold the walls and hold the, hold on the walls and everything, but there's just too much. Like, there's too many orcs and everything. And the tr- and the war the war trolls, which they have ar- they have freaking armor on them. They just go crazy on people. Yeah. So it's impossible. So and then the, the one of the most memorable parts was when like, with all all hope and loss, and then uh, uh, wow, what's the name of the other kingdom? And it's, it's Gondor, and it's, it's um, what's the other kingdom? Oh name? shoot, um. It's like I know, I know, uh, I know. Mine it's... is uh, Trinith. Oh, Ron, Ron, Ron. There you go. My bad. Sorry, folks. Um, so, so when Gondor is like it's over, everybody's gonna get destroyed and killed, and then then you see the Ron, the Ronan's army, uh, like just standing there, and just all like getting like, lined up, and like and then speech happens. They just charge in. And, all, and the orcs' faces are priceless because they're just like, oh, we're we're, we're screwed, because all because the, they're all moving full speed ahead in the horses, and they just just run over all the orcs and just kill them. <laughs> and I think I'm not even getting to the best part. Like I love when the king of Ro- Rohan is like, we save the city, and his face just drops. And we, 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 and then the audience is wondering why is his face dropped, and then he and then the camera turns around, and then you see these giant elephants like, oh. You guys are dead. You guys have no chance. <laughs> yep. Like his, like I, my face would drop too. Like I would be all pale when I saw these, those giant elephants were, and then they had the, and they had the ball. They just actually charged those elephants. Like I would never have done that. So that was that. That scene was, and then that scene was great. And then the king of Rohan falls down, and his daughter. Fights the 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 what's the witch king? They call the witch king. I think it's the king of the of the of those night of those those writers. Yes, it's the witch king. Yeah, the witch king. And so I, that I remember was thinking like 
like no man could kill me. And then and then um, Mary saves her, gives her assist, and she stabs him right in the face, tell, and tells him, "I am no man." And stabs in the face, and he, he dies. And then, of course, here comes Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli. I love how the orcs see them. They're like, oh, it's three guys against all of us. It's going to be super easy. And then when Aragorn and them charge, all the ghosts pop out right behind them. <laughs> 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 so that was, and then, and then, of course, Gimli and Legolas going back to 20, 29, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping their counts, and then and then Legolas to show he's the most badass character in this movie by taking out a whole elephant by himself. I didn't, I didn't think it was possible to want for one man to take down elf, all the elephants. Yep. And then get in the course Gimli. Oh, I cussed him. Yes. Fucking Gimli. Gimli is so super unappreciated. He's the funniest character in the series for me. Like the guy that makes people laugh. So I don't want to go with spoilers, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say the ending shortly. So, uh, Aragorn takes his his new army because he he eventually becomes a new king. So, Aragorn and Aragorn, Gondor and Rohan got to team up finally after so many, so long, and they have to, they have to um distract Sauron and the orcs from knowing Sam and Frodo are getting close to the the mountains of fire. So. You guys know what happens. I'm not gonna say what happens, but this is say the ending is super, is super good, and the stakes are super high. There's gonna be moments where people are gonna be like, "What?" Like there'll be like, like people's jaws are gonna drop because stuff happened, and there's stuff that they even tease lots of super good. As they say, no oh, one yeah. simply walks into Morador. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the meme. Yeah, so this movie is easily my favorite. I, I can watch this movie like, a lot, and yeah, and the ending is just incredible. The ending is it's, it's a perfect ending, and yeah, that's all I gotta say. And also, Sam's MVP in the ending because you guys know why. So Sam's always the MVP. Yep. Yep. So that's my take, boys. All right, Tyler. Looks like you're up. All right, so before before I get started with my saying about this film, uh, I went back again and watched this film. And I have to say, um, even though Two Towers is my favorite, I have to say uh, now it's Return of the King is my favorite movie. Um, uh, as much as I like Two Towers, this, this movie is just fantastic. I... I there's so many great moments in this movie. Um, I think the one um uh, scene I really like got scared of was the spider as well. Uh, like oh. Matthew mentioned, but fucking Sam just comes in. He's like, "Do not harm him. I'm going to <laughs> kill you." And I was like, "Yes, that's my boy." Glad <laughs> you brought that up. Yeah, Sam like. Sam in this film really stole the spotlight, and yeah, kudos to Sean um, Sean Astin for playing as Sam because that I'm I'm so glad that he was this character, and it, it not only that it pushed him to a, a a stardom level. I mean, he's always been a star, you know, with in the Goonies as well, but this really pushed him to the ultimate. Like 
top tier actor in all of acting. And kudos to him. Um, all I gotta say, uh, Aragorn is my second favorite in this film. Um, I had one line to say for Frodo. And that when he said that, I literally got goosebumps when he said that. Oh. I was like, oh, this is it. And charging towards the elephants and everything, I was like, yep, this is a battle scene. And what a what an amazing battle battle in that in that scenes. And for for me personally, um, Frodo was like, I'm not really big on religious or anything. It's kind of like Sam is like Jesus, and um, <laughs> Peter is like Frodo in a way, and then Gollum's more like the Judas of the of the like so like religious sort of type in a way. I'm not, like I said, I'm not religious, but to me, when I look at that scene, I'm like, that's kind of referencing to, like, the Bible in a way. Even though I read the book of The Return of the King, but to me, seeing that in the motion picture film, I'm like, God, that, that brought me to tears, and like I said, I wanted to throw my popcorn at the, at the screen, because I was <laughs> so mad, and I was like, you bastard, why would you do that? <laughs> And again, I don't want to like if you guys haven't seen it, go see it. But all I gotta say is that this this movie is there's no flaws. There's not. This is a fantastic film. I it's ten out of ten, if not eleven out of ten. In because mm. looking back on it, it still lives up to the hype after seventeen years. Of this film being wow, out. that's a lot older than I thought it was. Yeah, because it right? came out yeah. in 2003. No, yeah, no, I, I remember. Yeah, I'm oh, old. Yeah, I'm old. It still lives up to the height after 17 years of, of this film being out. And all I gotta say is. I'm gonna read this right now. Uh, the budget of this film was 94 million, and the box wow. office was 1.142 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, Peter Jackson, you are a fucking god. <laughs> thank you. This is, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this film. And the ending to this film, perfect. A perfect send off and a. And a new chapter to who knows can come along. So that's my take on this film. Yeah. Did you guys ever see the, uh, the uh, I think it was either when this movie came out or maybe it was when Two Towers came out. There was a, a, a South Park episode that was entitled um, The Return of the Fellowship of the Ring to the Two Towers. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Uh, so that episode is one of the best Lord of the Rings parodies I've ever seen. It's basically it. It starts out with um, uh, Randy Randy Marsh. Uh, he rented Fellowship of the Ring from a video store called the Two Towers, and uh, he he gives <laughs> he gives the videotape to his son Stan and says, uh, "Here, go 
go let uh, let your friend uh, I think it was Butters yeah, go let Butters borrow this and then uh, so he takes the videotape to uh, to Butters but he realizes that he put the wrong movie in and instead it's like a pornographic movie yeah and then Butters watches it and he all of a sudden becomes like the Smeagol character where he's like I gotta, I gotta have it I gotta see it again. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then everybody's just like, "Oh, I wonder what's on this videotape." You know, we gotta. Uh, this videotape is like is corrupting the minds of everybody that that watches it. So we we gotta take it back to the video store to destroy it, or, or they gotta return it to the video. So that's why it's the return of the cake. Yeah, <laughs> the return of the, of the room <laughs> to the two towers, the video store. But yeah, it, that one's. That's probably one of the greatest Lord of the Rings parodies I've ever seen. <laughs> well, well, speaking of that episode, my favorite scene in it is like when uh, Carmen and the group are like walking down the street and they're in the in one of the driveways. There's these kids playing Harry Potter, casting spells, and then are the crew's like, "What are you guys doing?" They're like, we're playing Harry Potter. And Carmen laughs. He's like, "Ha, bags!" And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody. That's what they say in the yeah, film, but I it. It yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I hear across the land of Mordor, the heroes decided to go and destroy this this video. <laughs> yeah. yeah, eventually they do no, like, drop it in the slot, and that's supposed to be like you know dropping the ring in the fire. <laughs> yeah, and then Butters goes Butter goes into the yeah, the, he, uh, yeah he goes into the video slot, the return box. <laughs> He's like, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh Lord, I'm so glad you. I, I had up. to. Yeah. I was about to bring it up too. <laughs> you know what oh, they need to do also, since we're speaking about this. One thing they have to do with the PlayStation Five and the new Xbox is to get a remastering of Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. I agree. I agree. But not I'm just the, for that. but not just better graphics, like do it from the ground up with the same kind of mechanics. Like that I would buy that in a heartbeat. And do make it online too. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yes. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I, I will go ape shit if they said online. I'm like I am fucking Gimli. <laughs> well, what they one game I never played that's Lord of the Rings, and I know you can play two players, maybe even more. Um, they have Lego Lord of the Rings, the movies, and later apparently they have the actual voices of the actors from the film and and stuff like that. But it's more of an open world game, which I'm used to the more singular, narrow like storylines where it's like you just have like one path to go. But I think with the new newer the Lego games, like they became more open world and became more confusing to me. But I know the Lord of the Rings, they have the original trilogy, and I think even the Hobbit ones with, like, yeah. the actual, like, voice cast, like, these, like, the actual scenes and voiceovers from, like, the actors from the films, and they put in the game. Exactly. Yeah. There's so much things we can talk about this film, and everything about Lord of the Rings. It's just, it's mind-boggling how this this whole trilogy from 2001 Till, till now, like if you watch it, like let's say on TV, and it's on like TNT or TBS, you're like, yeah, I'm gonna sit down and watch it because I haven't seen it in a while. And then once you're done finishing it, you're like, I want to watch it, but I want to watch it in like movie aspect instead of just like going through commercials. Yeah, and I think I think look, like I said, looking back on this film, these three films, it's just 
it's timeless. And again, I have to say thank you to Peter Jackson for making this wonderful epic story. Definitely. Yeah, actually, we're going to mention in the uh, in the first episode, um, the uh, the Fellowship of the Ring episode that uh, so it was yeah the, the trilogy was filmed back to back in in uh, New Zealand, which we already mentioned. Uh, but yeah, apparently, yes. um, my aunt was telling me so she she went to um, New Zealand uh, uh, I think a couple times, but she went to um, uh, they actually have the Hobbiton town. And apparently the the, uh, the owner the owner of the uh, the land over there, he he built yeah so they built the entire set and they just kept it up. So all the villagers, like they, they all like reenact their characters and everything, and uh, it's basically like a little tourist attraction. So you could just like all of a sudden go visit Hobbiton if you wanted to, and it's the actual set from the movie. And yeah, my my aunt was telling me that apparently even the um uh, some of the locals were. Um, extras in in the Hobbiton scenes, in I guess in, in Fellowship of the Ring. So <laughs> we got to go to New Zealand, guys. <laughs> I was about to say we got to okay. go. <laughs> Some someday, someday. <laughs> also, like if they if they ever make uh, a sequel trilogy to this, let's just hope that Disney does not get their hands on it because we already know what's going to happen. The first movie, they're going to kill off Legolas. The second movie, they're gonna, they're gonna kill off Gimli. The third one, they're gonna kill off. Eric. Don't say that. <laughs> well, actually, well, speaking of that, actually, Brandon, the I believe Amazon is doing a show about Lord of the Rings, but it's not the af- it's not the aftermath. It's before, like all the stuff that happened before, like during the wars and all that. Netflix is or not Netflix. I believe Amazon has the rights to Lord of the Rings. They're actually filming. Well, right now they're probably on hold, but they're they're going to be doing like like a prequel stuff to Lord of the Rings. Yeah, but I was say I heard about that, but I'm just saying like in the future, let's hope Disney doesn't get their hands on it because we already know how they handle classic <laughs> characters. Yeah, <laughs> but don't say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm knocking on wood right now. <laughs> I think there, I think there are a couple um, Tolkien books that he wrote, which were never turned into movies. So it'd be cool to see uh, Peter Jackson return and, and make some of those. Like you know, he already did the, yeah. the Lord of the Rings movies, and he did the the Hobbit. Um, but I, I think there's like maybe like two or three more books in the Lord of the Rings universe that he hasn't done yet. So yeah, I'm I'm totally for it. I, I want to see him uh uh yeah finish the universe of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, to the listeners out there, this this is a question for you guys. And Laura, you can post it up, post it on Instagram. Um, would you guys like to hear us talk about the epic? of the beginning of the uh, Hobbit films. So there's something to keep in mind, but we, uh, right now we're we're focusing on this and we got a couple other things. But yeah, Lauren, uh, put that out there. Definitely. I'll, uh, I'll do a post when we're done with the episode here. Awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, before we end the podcast, guys, does anybody have anything else to say about this film? I think we're good. <laughs> I like the silence. <laughs> just speechless, just, speechless. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, this movie is just speechless. Yeah, yeah your your jaw is just permanently dropped through the uh, like a good 45 minutes after you finish watching it. <laughs> yeah, and then like also, like Tyler said earlier, when it, when that part where Aragorn's like, Frodo, like like that, like that started off. Cause now, 
after that movie, a lot of movies started doing that. Like before they charge in with the armies, like people like the leader usually says like something. So a lot of movies got the inspiration of like of taking that scene and putting it in their movies too. Like like Narnia Narnia did it, and I know that Avengers Endgame did that of course by doing Avengers Assemble. But there's a whole bunch of movies that caught the idea of saying a one line and then just charge in. Yep. Yeah, so the Lord of Rings, I think the Lord of Rings start, made that like super pop. Yeah. Oh, and one more, one more thing too. Um, I we totally forgot about in the first film, but Sam ends up marrying Rose Cotton or Rosie Cotton. Oh yeah, his crush. <laughs> oh, Sam, Sam gets the girl at the end. <laughs> and they have they have many kids. Yep. So. Uh, Matthew, do you have anything else? I'm good. I I said everything I need to. Awesome. And like I said before, we end the film. Lauren, we have upcoming things that we're going to be doing. Yes, right? we do. So our next episode next week is actually going. To, it's going to be kind of interesting. And uh, this is an idea that I thought up of um, a couple weeks ago. And the idea or our episode that we're going to do is on. TV show finales. So we are going to be discussing TV shows that we like um, or have have watched at least, and we're going to discuss if the ending was a good conclusion to the series or a terrible conclusion. So it'll be interesting because with with every uh, with every good TV finale, there's about like ten terrible ones. Yeah, I agree to that. <laughs> We have a lot to say next week, so yeah, stay tuned. And then the following week, we'll be talking about our top ten uh, favorite video games. Yeah. So stay tuned for the next two weeks because we got a lot of great content. Awesome, and uh, it's it's gonna be epic, guys. So please, please subscribe to us and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Public radio, oh, not, excuse me, not public radio, excuse me, Google Podcast. I'm thinking <laughs> of my old podcast right now. <laughs> uh, but um, so yeah, you can uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course on the Anchor app. And um, I'm not going to be closing tonight's episode. So, Matthew and Brandon, take it away. <laughs> All right, so if you're if you're a, if you're if you're a Game of Thrones fan, I would not recommend watching this episode here in this episode next week because I'm pretty sure one one of our one of these guys are gonna roast. Right now <laughs> Just you wait. I, I didn't even watch the show. I I only I didn't even watch the show, but I heard so much. Like literally, if there was like a Game of Thrones fan base, like like an actual city, like I you could literally see the smoke of fire. Coming from the fan base city, like like oh my gosh, I swear like there's hate all over the last season. So I'm looking forward to that. So. <laughs> but yeah, guys, we want to thank you for being here the this evening with us and listen to our podcast. Uh, we appreciate uh, your 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 love and your support keeps us going. Um, we're we're glad to always do this every week, and we want to thank you again for listening to us tonight. Awesome and. So